Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. When I speak with listeners of the podcast, I've been asked on numerous occasions how I come up with topics for the daily show. More specifically, how do I decide what angle to explore on a particular topic? I get this question often, so I decided to dedicate a few minutes to sharing how the background work happens in coming up with a new episode. When deciding the content for the show, I'm looking for a variety of topics that are going to be interesting to you, my listening audience. That means a mix of topics. Some are more evergreen in nature, as well as topics that are a tie-in to what's happening to things that are current. An evergreen topic is not tied to a particular point in time. For example, I did an episode on water rights and how they differ from one jurisdiction to another. That's fairly timeless. Tie-ins, on the other hand, are what's happening right now. For example, if the Federal Reserve makes an announcement on interest rates, then I'm going to report on that right away in real time. Talking about it a week later makes no sense. Real estate investing is affected by so many factors, ranging from the macro economy to the micro. And then there's all the vertical asset classes, each with their own dynamics. One of my personal strengths is the ability to connect the dots between things that are seemingly unrelated. For example, I can see the link between interest rates and how this affects oil prices. So, for example, if interest rates go up, then the cost of drilling a new shale oil well is going to go up as well. That means that the production of oil in the U.S. is interest rate sensitive. Most people are unaware of that linkage. So if oil prices fall or interest rates go up, the effect is pretty much the same on the supply of new oil coming into the market. This is a relationship that is clear as day to me. Now, I don't know how I do that. I just see things like that intuitively. So armed with that notion or that hypothesis, I can quickly research the data that makes for a convincing chain of logic. There are a couple of additional principles that I believe are important to include in an episode. Where possible, there has to be a link to real estate or at least the economy as a minimum. And then I'm only going to go deep on a single idea. If I give you 10 things to remember, you're probably not going to remember any of them. So I really try and focus on just one thing in a single episode. So let's go back to the energy example. How do I connect that dot on energy back to real estate? How does it relate? Well, if oil prices go up faster than wages, then gasoline prices are going up and tenants have less disposable income. That limits affordability when it comes time to increase the rent. Higher energy prices also translate into higher costs for just about everything. That means operating expenses for landlords are going up and rents don't necessarily have the room to grow. Landlords are going to get squeezed in the short term. These effects don't happen overnight, but the linkages are there. Conversely, I don't see any link whereby higher energy prices translate into higher wages. It'd be fine if expenses go up, but if wages go up too, then it's great. But if wages don't go up, wage growth happens on a much slower timescale than the fluctuation in energy prices. So when I'm conducting an analysis, I look through the lens of a real estate developer. That's easy for me because I am a developer. Building real estate projects is what I do each and every day. And as a developer, I'm acutely in tune with the variables that affect the financial performance of a project. I look at these spreadsheets every day. We perform sensitivity analysis on all these variables every single day. So it stands to reason that other sophisticated investors would be looking for answers to many of the same questions that we are. I'm noticing things in the universe that would be of interest to me and therefore likely of interest to you as well. So when I look to research hard numbers, there's a handful of websites that I refer to. The Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis has an excellent database of graphs and charts. You can slice and dice the data and compare multiple graphs on the same chart at the same time. It's very useful for the kind of work that I'm trying to do here on the podcast. 
Trading Economics is another site that has excellent tools with data on a wide range of commodities and economic indicators. The research department at Fannie Mae has excellent analysis, and some of the major brokerage houses like Collier's, CBRE, Marcus and Millichap, and JLL have excellent research reports on market verticals. These are just some of the sources that I use. In the world of hospitality, research firm SDR Global has some of the most comprehensive data. And sometimes we report on our own projects using first-hand experience and information extracted from our own projects. For example, I did an episode on geotechnical, sometimes episodes on entitlements and job costing. These often include elements extracted directly from our own projects. Some first-hand market observations are also a clue. The obvious question is, is what we're observing a local phenomenon or is it happening elsewhere? And sometimes the idea for a show, sometimes an idea for a show comes directly from one of our own projects. Occasionally, an idea for a show results in a research dead end. In those cases, I'm going to have to put that episode to the side until I can find more or maybe more reliable data. And in some cases, the episode idea gets abandoned altogether because I simply conclude that it won't make for a good episode. Coming up with an episode requires thinking and connecting the dots to make the episode meaningful for the folks like you and I. In the absence of that thinking, I would just be spewing data with no context, and then it would have no point. So it's really an exercise in connecting the dots. I want to thank you to several folks who have asked me that question in recent weeks. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.